0: episode number 330.
1: Once we hit around that 100 client mark, we're going to kind of cap it there. And unless we see that, you know, fast forward four or five years in the future, it's running so smoothly that we can, you know, increase that to 150, 200 without losing anything, then we might do that.
0: Welcome to the Be Real Show with Travis, Too Tall and Hot, where we talk about life, dreams, social media, and business. Well, hello, and welcome to The B-Real Show with Travis to and Huff. Folks, you know your boy is always fired up, but after today, I think you're going to want to think about your SEO, your search engine traffic, and how we can possibly get you a little bit better rankings, and maybe some people don't even know what the hell we're talking about. This means we help people, you know, get clicks to your website so that you get business. Uh, bottom line, and uh, bringing you an expert in the game, Mr. Travis Bliffin. Travis, are you ready to be real? I'm ready. Let's He's get ready, it. folks. He's ready to bring it, to bring you the fuego. He is the uh, the owner and founder of Stellar SEO, folks, and they are a, uh, a top-rated U.S. link-building agency, you guys. Uh, and some people don't even know what the hell that is, Travis. And like we said, helping people get traffic, right? I mean, to their website based on, obviously, their, their industry and their knowledge and trying to do some of that stuff where you're not having to necessarily pay for it is part of the beauty of of search engine optimization, right? Um, So tell us a little bit about your journey and what made you wanna create an SEO business.
1: Yeah, so I, um, pretty atypical path I took into getting into SEO. Um, Didn't even know anything about it when I started. So uh, I graduated high school, joined the army, did that Mm -hmm. for four and a half years, got out, uh, worked for the Illinois Department of Corrections. Uh, One day I I was on my way to work and I'm like, better stop and grab a magazine or something to read. This is in 2012. Mm. Um, so I open it up, I'm flipping through and there's this list, right? Like 13 best businesses to start in 2013 or something like that. I love those lists. Those are and I said, man, there's something on here that's gold. So I flipped through it and I'm like, SEO, never heard of it, but it sounds like something I'm going to do. Um, And so I actually got into it that way Uh, before that had given zero thought to getting into the SEO industry. Um, I knew I wanted to start a business and stop working for department of corrections because I worked on midnight shift um, and really hated that. And so that was kind of my original motivator. And so the list just happened to fall into my hands right about the right time. Um, and, And the rest is kind of history from there. It's
0: crazy, bro. Some of the best opportunities happen when you just listen to the, to the good old gut. You, yeah. you said, I knew there was something going to be good on that list, <laughs> yeah. uh, but you got to take the action. So what was that first next step, man? What was it? Just like figuring out what SEO was, getting some customers, obviously. Uh, what type of customers are you guys really loving to work with right now?
1: Yeah. So where we got started at actually was on Elance and I think okay. it's Upwork now. Yeah. Um, but so I, I read the list, went out, did a bunch of research, set up some little sites of my own, uh, went and took some website design courses at the local college, so I could understand what they are talking about on the coding part. Gotcha. Um, and started working on that, and then I went. I signed up on Elance and um, started out writing blog posts for people, right? Because that's about as elementary as you can get when it comes to SEO. Absolutely. Um,
0: that's and that's where actually—that's right? still the foundation yep. of it, really. Right? I mean, it,
1: yeah, some things never change. Um, you know. And so that's where I got started and I actually got my first full SEO client from the blog writing gig. Um, it was a tanning salon, had two locations. Um, and basically they paid us about what they paid us to write a blog post, um, to do SEO for the site and it worked out really well It ranked. And I said, okay, we got something now. Mm. And that was kind of the very first, um, client that we had fast forward to today. Um, we primarily do two things. We do link building. That's what we're really known for. We specialized in it for the past five years. Um, And so we do that for other marketing agencies. We also do that for direct clients, typically being, you know, mid-sized businesses up through enterprise level, people really looking to scale their link building um, because that's its own challenge. And so this year, February,
0: a lot of work involved in that too, right?
1: So much work, so much labor man hours, time, um, link building to do it right. Isn't something that you can take shortcuts on. And so if you don't have like a big team to dedicate to it, there's only so many hours a, a small in-house team can spend on building links. And it, when it comes to a matter of all your competitors are getting 30 links every month and your in-house team can get 10, right. you've got to bring somebody on to close up the gap. If you're really ever going to compete with them for, you know, those rankings that search traffic, right. um, And so there's a huge need in the market for this service still. Um, And that's why is because without building a large team, it doesn't scale. There's no hacks or tricks or shortcuts. You know, there's things you can do to make it more efficient. But at the end of the day, you've got to put a lot of work into good link building. If you want to, if you want to get the stuff that really moves the
0: needle. So true. I think that's a very good point that people forget all the time in this business is like, I'm going to get you. I remember back when I started the business in 2009. I'm going to get you on the first page of, of Google. And then all of a sudden the Panda update hit and all of a sudden, you know, it changed everything for some of these companies. And so, you know, the link building thing and the blog writing thing is the foundation of a, of a good uh, search engine campaign. My man's talking about, but at bottom line is guys, if you don't have enough time, that's when you need to lean on obviously experts, it's going to get you the results faster. And bottom line, uh, I always like, you know, you're paying for efficiency. You're paying for the work to get done. You're not paying for the water cooler time. You're paying my man, Travis to get his job done for you. Uh, so really at the end of the day, that's the main bread and butter. Then link building is, uh, is the, is the, if you want to call it the moat, which is uh, every great business, Travis has a huge moat. Right. And that sounds like it's your moat is a, it's impossible to, uh, to scale this any other way without having the team.
1: Yeah, that's it. I mean, if you um, until Google decides to stop counting links, right, you you have two choices, you work with an agency or you build a really big in house team, Um, you know, and that's, that's really the route that everybody goes. And so, um, you know, it's, it's been a great, it's been a really great uh, business to be in that that particular subset of it, because, you know, SEO, people say, well, you know, I'm an SEO agency, I do everything for everybody you kind of fall into the crowd a little bit right and a lot of those agencies they actually outsource the link building anyway to somebody else and so if you don't have a really big marketing budget or some unique way to really push yourself out there um, those agencies you know they don't they don't grow as quickly we've been able to grow really rapidly um, even through covid in 2019 Um, you know, we were like the height of COVID going on and people are signing six figure checks and sending them over to us every month because they know historically based on the data that after any event like this, the rebound traffic is insane. Um, and so, you know, had we been positioned a different way, it might've been a different story for us. Um, and so yeah, link building is, it's a, it's an awesome thing to get into. We've been doing it so long now as a team collectively, um, that we just, you know, we're really good at it. We're really efficient at it. And we're able to, to build really big scale campaigns. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that kind of led us to part two. This year, February, we actually added one additional service. Um, so it's SEO for law firms, um, specifically personal injury law firms in the top 100, 150 cities in the US. Um, <clears throat> this is more of like Very a
0: competitive side. market too, by the way.
1: Yeah, that's exactly why we're doing it. So as far as company growth, revenue, client retention, right, all those things are like, I couldn't even begin to tell you how smoothly it runs for us right now. Mm. Um, And and I mean, like the last two reviews people left, they said, we've been here two years, we've been here three years, they stick around because it works. Um, And so, you know, the reason why we're doing the law firm thing is really, it goes back to like, like I've always been a competitive person, um, even since I was a little kid, and so we're specifically doing the law firm thing only to pick the most competitive cities and work on basically work with one person from each city. It's really about the competition of it, um, See more so than
0: take them take them to the top of that city.
1: That's it. And it's really just, uh, cause there's some awesome companies in the space, right? Like there's some really good other law firm SEO companies out there. Um, and so, you know, it just kind of will be fun for us and for our team to really go out there and compete on that scale. And, and, you know, even they may not be saying, oh, well, we're competing against these three other agencies, but you know, you're looking at like this, this is a dominant site. Here we come. Right. And that's, that's the part that, I really look forward to that um, because it's, it's so fun. Like link building, we're very efficient at it, but the challenge isn't there so much anymore because we've really
0: mastered it. It's already got uh, its own place. It's got its own place in the market space. It's, it's uh you know, like you said, this the, the, truly guys, if you want to know on Google ad campaigns, like lawyers are like the most expensive can like literally one of the most expensive AdWords to target in markets, right? Like if you're trying to just do AdWords, that one is so competitive. I've seen in some campaigns, these guys are—it's an ego play, right? It's a straight-up ego play to the top, and uh, I love that you are going after that market because I think it's just a very good one, man, for you guys for your business because, uh, uh, like I said, that's a, those people pay. They want to They want it. They—they're they, very good. Uh, they believe in the internet, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, like a, like it's like a car dealer or someone else. Those guys are—they like they want to be on the top. Like, I've even heard of these guys literally, like, we want to be on the top. We don't care what it costs per click. I'm like, click? Oh, my God. Let's go. Ooh. Yeah. Now I've seen what some of those clicks. What it costs? Bam.
1: Oh, yeah. Look, look like maritime injury stuff. Like eight, $900 every time somebody's clicking on that. Yes.
0: Like, dang.
1: What? That's, that's letting it rip. So, I mean. <laughs> letting it rip right there comparatively seo seems like we're giving that stuff away i mean you know you're like hey it's 10 15 20 grand a month and they're like that's 20 clicks right now with my paid ads yes nice. please
0: sign me up no shit huh how, mu- how much delivery do- i know every campaign is li- different would you get on that what a client get Would it- is it hard to break that down if they're spending like 10 grand on average
1: so it, it's really going to be a, a big variation depending on where the issue is. I mean, gotcha. you're going to fall into a few buckets. Like, do they have primarily a local SEO issue versus a, a authority issue or a content issue? Gotcha. Um, and so once you understand where that is, and a lot of people will have some level of all three, gotcha. um, you know, but it, it it would be hard to say without knowing the, the particular case. One that comes gotcha. to mind right now, um, one of their biggest issues is they have – one of the strongest websites authority-wise in the personal injury space. Um, But they've had a ton of keyword cannibalization issues. They've had, you know, previous penalties. They've got a lot of technical stuff too and content-related stuff that's really um, causing them a lot of issues. And so Mm -hmm. we've been working with them for about five, six weeks now. And just in, in cleaning up some of that stuff, I think the traffic's probably doubled from where it was six weeks ago. And so that deliverable is way different than a website that's got, you know, great content, it's brand new, and they just don't have any authority, Um, you know, and so
0: that's... Starting from scratch, you're trying to, you have to get them any bit of authority to get some ranking.
1: Yeah, exactly. And so it really just, it's going to vary a lot based on what situation we're walking into.
0: Got you. Very interesting though. and, And I, like you said, it's a, it's a great business because, uh... You know the outcome on your end. You got to get the link building. You got to get them some traffic. You know. Then obviously, once you get more deep into their problems, you can figure out and diagnose kind of what the issue is. And uh, it's like a mechanic. You just uh, figure out what the part we need to put in that thing, and let's go, baby. You got the team to do it. Uh, where do you think this thing goes from here, man? How, how do you think it uh, even scales up more? Obviously, this is a whole new challenge for you. This lawyer uh, category is a big big category, dude. I mean, as far as like, they're just like the biggest advertisers typically online. Yeah. So very specifically
1: um, we're really only, we only intend to bring on and, and maintain roughly a hundred law firms in any given time. Got you. Um, and so that's no, no small feat. Yeah. I mean, the, the revenue on that will be anywhere between case. six and 12, $18 million annually depending on the size. Um, and so that's a great opportunity, but we really, once we target, you know, if we take the top 200, 250 cities, once we pluck a law firm out of, out of half of those roughly, um, we're not going to expand beyond that. Um, and it's because we really want to maintain a extremely high level of quality, want to be very engaged, very aggressive in the campaigns that we're building, um, And, you know, if we wanted to build like, you know, 500, 1,000 client type model, um, then we would target a different market. And so that's where this goes from here is once we hit around that 100 client mark, we're going to kind of cap it there. And unless we see that, you know, fast forward four or five years in the future, it's running so smoothly that we can, you know, increase that to 150, 200 without losing anything. Then we might do that, but the reality is that by the time we hit that mark and we fast forward three, four years into the future, uh, might be time to sell the company and be on my way to, to
0: doing something else. something else, baby. Something else, baby. Let's go. Yep, that's love that's that. where it's at. I love that, brother. And always having the exit is a good model too, man. I, mean, I some of the most successful guys like Rob Go had him on the show. He uh, he's the founder of Dope. He actually just recently bought a five point two million dollar Mickey Mantle, one of the most valuable cards on earth. Uh, and, uh, interesting thing about that gentleman or any of my younger uh, entrepreneurs that have had these big exits is that, that exits a part of the model, you know, and, uh, they figure out, get the, get the thing right. And then they exit, you know, um, some of us other entrepreneurs are a little late to exiting. I know myself, I just have a hard time. Uh, I have a hard time saying something to my team. I don't know how I would let that transition go to them. And I know that's maybe, uh my own personal shit that I got to get over. Um, you know, but, uh, yeah, you're right, dude. That might be part of it, dude. Good for you. So the hundred law firms, guys, we got to get them on there. If you guys are a law firm, if you know a law firm, uh, and you're wasting money on just getting random traffic to your site and it's not converting and not getting any, uh, real traffic. I think that, you know, you need to maybe invest in SEO and, uh, at least take a look at stellar and talk about what my man's doing. I'm sure you guys are putting out content. Is there things that they can take a look at to kind of, um, Like what is their biggest concern that people are having right now? Like when they, when they come to you.
1: Yeah. So one of the biggest issues everybody has is, uh, you know, I tried it. It didn't work. Yeah. So if you, if you unravel that, here's what that usually means. An SEO company you talked to said, what's your budget? And you said, it's $3,000 a month. And you said, guess what? That's exactly how much we need to do everything you've ever wanted to do more. Sign right up and let's rock and roll. Right. That's what it, that's how it goes. And truth be told, you weren't even in the ballpark when you signed that, and it was never going to work, yeah. right? And so, our, I mean, that's it's what happens. People are, like, shocked. Like, I've been doing SEO for three years, and, and every time it never worked. And you're like, how much have you been spending on it? Well, how much do you think your competitors are spending on it right now? I mean, they're getting $10 million worth of cases from Google, yeah. and, they're, you know, you think they're maybe spending more than $30,000 a year? Yeah. There might be something going on different. Yeah. So the model we use is the very first thing, like before anybody can work with us, we go through like this initial audit process, competitive analysis, and we say, here's legitimately what it would take to be competitive in your market, in your space. And if they don't want to sign up for that, that's okay yeah. because we only want the the law firms. We only want the projects that we can set up for success. Yeah. And so that's really one of the biggest problems is a lot of law firm or a lot of of agencies, their model is, let me sell you anything I can. And then, you know, maybe I'll get money from you for a year or so and then you'll go somewhere else. Right. Um, That's one of the biggest issues. And it's, you know, people are just afraid to say like, here's what it really takes. You, you want to compete here or you don't, there's really no way to change the facts. This is the data. Here's the facts. Here's what you got to do. And so that's kind of, you know, As you talk more and more to people about it, um, and even as we look to see, like, okay, well, what have you done previously? Show us, do you have past reports? Probably, like, help us understand what's happened up until this point that hasn't worked. Right. And, you know, we get into that, and then we realize, like, very simple thing. Like, you're a car accident attorney. You have 10 links to your page. The other guy has 100 links, and you're building two links a month. Yeah. You know, if you do the math on that, you're about four years out before you catch up to where he is now. That's probably not going to work out super well. Right. Um, You know, and so that's really what we find is it's a mismatch of strategy and budget versus the actual demands of a particular market. Um, And that presents itself a lot of different ways. But if you really start to unravel it, that's the underlying issue that we run into um,
0: most often with people totally makes sense same thing in ours it's like the expectation oh i'm gonna start a social media campaign and get 10 million followers tomorrow okay do you have 10 million (laughs) dollars okay Uh, if you don't got 10 million bucks then i don't think you're gonna get 10 million followers i can promise you that we gotta at least start with uh you know where how are you gonna get these 10 million followers uh uh it's just a very interesting thing totally agreed with you on that um my man we're about to take you into the top 10 are you ready i'm ready let's do it apple or android Android. Android. Netflix or YouTube? Netflix. Netflix. Instagram or Facebook? Neither. Neither. I like it. I guess. Facebook, if we had to, if we have to. Uh, Chicken or steak? Chicken. Chicken. Laptop or smartphone? Laptop. Laptop. Spotify or Pandora? Neither. Neither. Movies or video games? Probably movies. Movies. Reading books or listening to books? listening, listening, uh, stocks or real estate. If you're thinking about another type of investment outside the business,
1: real estate. And that's basically for the past several years, all the money our our company makes like profit rolls out. We buy up real estate in Nashville. Hell Uh, yeah, bro. Yeah. So that's, that's retirement option. Number two, that one's doing pretty darn good too. Hell yeah. uh, We
0: just rent them out then. Is that what you got to do?
1: Yep. Buy them, rent them out, let them appreciate and then sell them or, or so sell them fun. and upgrade them.
0: Right. Um, we're just
1: going to hold them for 20 years, probably. And Very then sell smart, them. dude.
0: Very smart. Might as well. That, that's the thing that I think a lot of entrepreneurs don't do guys is you don't take money that you've profited and put it outside the business in another vertical that has nothing to do with SEO housing. Everyone needs, it has nothing to do with SEO, but my man's even going to be even stronger as an SEO company because he's got rentals, you know? And so, but people forget that and they go upgrade their, 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 their businesses. Oh, I mean, you, new leather seats everywhere. I need, to, I need to lease new cars for everybody. And they'd start blowing the money because they got profit and they don't take it. The entrepreneur doesn't take it and secure their own bag. You know, like you're doing with the real estate, you're securing your own bag and that, that makes you and Stellar stronger if the owner is stronger, you know? And that's the thing I think so many, unfortunately, 2020 caught, caught, taught people that lesson. Uh, you know, with the, if you can't open your business, you know, and you haven't secured your own bag, then, uh, you're going to have a hard time, you know, helping your team. Uh, you know, if you could go on a vacation right now, my man, where would you want to go An ocean or a lake?
1: Uh, ocean. I'm a big fan of tropical places like Aruba, St. Martin, all kinds of places in Mexico. We usually go on vacation. Like my family and I like every 90 days pre-COVID. Ooh, so once like every that. three months, take a tropical vacation.
0: Uh, I love that. Every love 90 it. days, baby. That's a great routine. Uh, yeah, once we get back on those planes and trains and everything, feeling comfortable and, and, and when you get there, it'd be cool and not have to take 5 million tests, blah, blah, blah. Uh, it's going to be fun, man. I think we're going to be real grateful for uh, those those warm waters, those crystal blue waters. Uh, yeah, I, I've always wanted to go to Aruba. Always, that's one of my my destinations. So when my it is Travis, really small, is
1: it really? Like you can take a four wheeler tour around the entire island. It takes about fifteen
0: minutes. No shit, it's that small.
1: Yeah, super small. Like from one side of the island to the other, it's like fifteen twenty minutes. Because we I did, we drove four wheelers across the whole place. Wow! Uh, so it's small, but super nice though. Super. I always nice.
0: remember the, uh, the the beach boys Bermuda, da, Aruba. Oh, my God, I got to get there one day. That's how
1: uh, we pick some of the vacation spots, right? We're like, <laughs> all right, Aruba, you know. That's
0: what the good vibe is. <laughs> They're feeling the beach boy. I swear, dude.
1: It's a vacationing strategy. You thought it was a song the whole time it's been a vacation plan and hiding. <laughs> got nowhere to look.
0: You got to just write, write down the list, baby. You got to put the list down. <laughs> you got uh, it. I love that, man. So when you're waking up in the morning and you're getting yourself ready for your day, uh, why do you love being you? Yeah, so I, I mean, probably the,
1: my favorite thing about what I do is, is just competing, setting goals, and, and going after those. Um, I find myself, I grow bored easily if I don't have something that I'm trying to achieve or accomplish. Yes. Um, that can be personally, it can be business-wise. Uh, I don't do a very good job of just sitting idle, though, without anything that I'm working on. And that's probably it. Like regardless of if it's a specific business thing, whatever, um, you know, waking up, knowing that I'm working towards a specific outcome, a specific goal. Um, that's kind of what, what keeps me the
0: happiest. Keeps you in the game, baby. Keeps you in the game. Is there a skill you're trying to master or get better at? Is there something you're trying to, to work at?
1: So I would like to learn how to play the bagpipes. Oh, I just think they're pretty cool. Hell yeah. Not not going very well like during covid i'm like you know what
0: i'm gonna order
1: <laughs> so i got this thing right it's it trains you to play the bagpipes so i'm i'm trying this thing and then i realized like okay so i'm listening to it on a video i don't have any clue if the notes i'm making are right or not so i might oh, be learning this true. the wrong way the whole time because i don't have any musical talents you're i just going thought off well, the sound you're
0: going off that kind of the sound how, how it looks yeah
1: so it's going terribly just so you know but I figure like I'm going to have to circle back around to this right, and get like a music instructor so he can tell me if I'm doing it right or not.
0: Get uh, a bad, type, bad pipe instructor, man. We gotta get you a. That's bad, it. <laughs> love that. That's it. There's a bad uh, bad pipe guy that goes at the, the at the uh, the Pebble Beach at the Spanish Bay over there, and beautiful. Everyone's out sitting having a drink or a cocktail with the sunset, and he comes out with the bagpipe, woo, and just, it's a it's a very cool experience uh, because there's something nostalgic about it. It feels very connected to our my heritage of Ireland too. Uh, Ireland. Do you have a favorite app or tool that you like using on a daily basis? So. I guess there's no, not really. I mean, there's
1: like work tools I use on a daily basis. Is it work or, or Yeah, it could be work
0: or personal. It doesn't matter to specifically. Some people do a little bit of both. I got you. So
1: work-wise, Hrefs and Pitchbox are Ooh, nice. two most indispensable things. Um, personally, I'm like the least tech interested person, right? Like I don't even really like social media to be honest. Um, uh, you know, other than to, to look at funny stuff, but, uh, you know, so I'm not a, not a huge fan of that besides, you know, like Netflix and Amazon. But those are not really apps. Those are like, you know, prerequisites to, yeah. to living in 2021.
0: <laughs> right. To surviving in the COVID era. Uh, yeah. If you could sit down with anyone and have a chicken dinner, who would you want to sit down with?
1: Yeah, so I, I uh, somebody asked me this the other day too. I said Mr. Wonderful from Shark Tank. Ooh, uh I love that. I movie. love it. The perpetuity model. Right, he's always thinking like, "All right, you're going to do the work, I'm going to profit from it. It's going to go well."
0: The royalty, That's, baby. I like I'm his sure ro- nuggets in there. I always like his royalty deals. I always yeah. love his royalty deals. And uh, yeah, I always like about Shark Tank is how they structure the deal. I think it's very interesting to learn how different deals are structured. Some people use debt, some people use you know equity, and they're just kind of how they make those deals happen. Because uh, so obviously, some of those companies become very big companies because of those you know opportunities. Um, but we really appreciate you, my man. I, I like I said, I think your journey uh, is a, a, an incredible one because you stumbled upon SEO literally by reading the, uh, 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 taking advantage of the world's opportunity of these lists that they put out where they're great ideas for the next year. Uh, but you actually took the action, my dude, and you actually uh, you know took that step, like you said, in the challenge of. Uh, learning it, starting the SEO business. And now you're, you know, built such an an incredible thing, but you're even making another challenge going after the lawyers guys, going after a very competitive category in marketing and advertising. And, uh, I think you're going to win, uh, in that category because of, of what you've done in the past. And you have the team, you got the team, the incredible team. And, uh, and then you also got a oh, man, the retirement plan for the Nashville, uh, you know, the, the places of opportunity that we got in our business. And, uh, And the exit might call one day, you know, from, from, uh, you know, a a great company that you feel that will take the the business to the next level, you know, and, uh, and then that point you'll be saying, cha-ching, baby, let's go, let's go. And, uh, but we really appreciate you, my man. And I think um, you got more, there's more in the journey, man. The world is full of so much abundance and so much, uh, you know, game, if you want to call it and fun that uh, there's many challenges in your, in your future. And I'm just grateful to bump into another Travis uh, in the world, that, uh, is doing it on a big level. And, uh, like I said, where is your favorite place for people to learn more about the business specifically? So we can uh, put that in the show notes and we can make sure that they, they go find a little bit more about the business. If you are a lawyer or a business that wants some more SEO.
1: Yeah, for sure. Just go to stellarseo.com. Um, there's two great guides on there. One's a definitive link building guide. The other one's a law firm SEO guide, both right. extremely detailed, like start to finish step-by-step step style. Um, Check those two things out. There's a ton of great information, whether you want to work with us or do it yourself. It's uh, just, I, I during COVID, I oversaw the creation of those, wrote a lot of the stuff in there myself. Mm. Uh, thankfully, thankfully we have a really good editor who went back and and uh, cleaned up some of my sloppiness as I'm just thinking out loud. But, right. uh, you know, both are great, great resources. They're free. You don't have to opt in or anything. Um, just check them
0: out. It's important, guys. If you want to learn, you got to do it on your own first before you can even hire a professional, I think. And so it's important to know uh, in case you get screwed or something like that, too. You know, people just don't – they go into these things they don't even know what the hell it is they get into. And uh, I always say the greatest entrepreneurs give. So I man Travis is giving. Folks, you've been hanging out with a legend in the game of SEO and in life. And uh, I think that's a Ferrari or a Lamborghini life right there. Ferrari. Ferrari life. Ferrari. Ferrari, Ferrari life. Nice. But my dude is doing it on a big, on a, in a big way, guys, and in a great way. Uh, and Mr. Travis Bliven and Travis Too Tall and Huff, we want to thank you again for your time today. And let's keep being real. What another epic episode and uh, if you enjoyed the episode today can you please do me a favor and subscribe to our podcast the be real show on itunes or your favorite podcast platform and also take a little time today if you don't mind and give your boy t huff a review i would really super appreciate it and thank you so much for listening today we're all going through a lot right now and real time outsource my business is giving back to local and small businesses through our social media services and campaigns, we are actually helping small businesses get more exposure during these times and also when we get through these times. At the end of the day, we don't know how long this is all going to last, but most importantly, you got to think about your business right now. Take it seriously. So come check us out at realtimeoutsource.com, realtimeoutsource.com, and we would love for you to qualify and get the process started where we can take a look at your business and see if we can qualify you for some of our services um, at uh, little to no cost for most of the businesses. And, uh, and and some businesses, you know, you're going to have to pay, but that's just part of life, right? But most importantly is that I think this is the time, folks, that you can actually help thrive in your business. And so I would love to help you personally with our team. We're all going through a tough time right now. So take advantage of us. Realtimeoutsource.com. Check us out, and we would love to do some business with you and help you with your social and digital media in 2020 and beyond.